the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, by Evolution Sports in Redlands, and Vortex Optics, Vortex, the force of optics. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Welcome to the 2016 Election Edition Firing Line Radio Show. If you do not know who to vote for in this particular election time, we are here to help you. Um, Now, really, I'm only speaking to conservatives and Republicans and libertarians out there because we're voting on uh, Tuesday the 8th. All Democrats, they have a new bill in California. You actually vote on Wednesday the 9th. (laughs) So you want to make sure that uh, this is just Republicans, libertarians show up on the 8th and everybody else votes on the 9th. So that's our, our new rules here going forward. Check it out at Firing Line Radio Show on Facebook. Uh, we also changed our, our website around a little bit. I've actually, um, it, it was had a little bit of a problem, but it's up now, firinglineradio.com. Brings you right to the AM590 website. All the past shows are there. You can sign up to get free podcasts. So that's up and running again. I had a little bit of an issue, but it's taken care of. Here we are, election season. Joining me in studio, I have Captain Mike Morrell, captain of the uh, Conservative Corps for the Inland Empire. Hey, man. Thank you for having me here. <laughs> great friend, great guy. Uh, very, very happy to have him as my state senator. And joining me on the air, I have Paul Chabot. Um, Paul, what was your rank in the military? I actually still in, just got selected for uh, commander. Commander? Paul Chabot, Commander, Dr. Commander Paul Chabot, welcome to the show. Sir, great to be with you and great to be in the presence of my good friend, uh, Senator Mike Morell. Uh, thanks for all the work everybody does uh, trying to hold this crazy state together. We're outnumbered, but definitely not uh, outgunned. <laughs> no, no, no pun intended, right? Yeah, right, right. So let's talk real quick about the propositions. We all have these uh, propositions in our hands right now, and... Um, I don't know how you all feel about it, but there's some, there's some craziness that we're actually asked to comment on or to vote on this particular year. So, Paul, you're going to give us a rundown. Uh, are there any propositions you feel are worth passing? Uh, there is one to save the death penalty, which I've been advocating um, strongly for. There's one that is trying to end the death penalty, and uh, I believe we need to enact the death penalty as intended. Um, so that is one that I've been heavily... Um, out there in in favor of. Now, not to be confused with the other death penalty one, which is to do away with it. Uh, So that is definitely on top of my list. So the the numbers matter. So 66 is the one that saves the death penalty. Actually, it makes it happen a little bit sooner, which is kind of a nice thing. Right. Right. So 66. money. Yes. Well, I, I found out that if somebody is sentenced to death, 
They're put on in death row, and it's seven years before their appeals are started. So right now you've got a seven-year time frame. You're feeding and housing these maniacs. And frankly, they should have been killed within those seven years. They got a death sentence. They've done the deed. Let's get them out of there. But it's seven years before their their appeals even start. So 66 removes that seven-year period in one thing. Yeah, not to sound cold-hearted, but I do know that the Old Testament says justice, justice should be swift. Um, and we think about the criminals, which, it, it, you know, no one, you know, it's, it's sad that we have to have a death penalty. But, you know, we, the victims need closure. You know, that's families right. that have lost people. They yeah, we're here for closure. the victims, not the perpetrators. Not the perpetrators. And that, that's one thing up Sacramento, I notice. Uh, no offense, but, but my friends across the aisle seem to want to um, preserve the lives. And they care more about, in my opinion, uh, on the people that murdered someone rather than the people who were murdered and the loved ones they leave behind. It's the oddest thing. And, but you see that with Prop 47 and then with all these other propositions. Our governor wants to release more prisoners into the streets, and it's bad. Crime's gone up. Like in some cities like San Francisco, I was reading over 60%. Speaking with the chief of, of police of Redlands, uh, uh, home uh, home invasions ho- well, or burglaries are up significantly. And so... Uh, and it's people who've been released from prison under Governor Brown's Prop 47 and AB 109. You know, and they're hiding they're hiding under the guise of homeless. Okay, listen, yeah. folks. A homeless person is somebody who lost his job when Boeing left and he couldn't find another one and he lost his mortgage. Okay, that's a homeless person. What we're seeing on the street here are early release felons and drug addicts. There's an entirely different class of people. A homeless person is somebody who needs help, a... What we have are these felons and these drug addicts. They don't want help. They are predators. By the way, you're right. I asked three different chief of police when we were in a meeting one day, who are these people that are breaking into homes? A lot of them are drug users looking for money. But here's a sad thing. It's catch and release because there's a law in California that as long as they don't steal over $950 worth of goods. It's a citation. It's a citation that they don't pay anyhow. There's one guy in one city real close to here that so far this year, they've caught him 41 times breaking into homes. But the thing is, they wonder how many times they haven't caught him. And, you know, he was another guy who was released from prison. So this is just bad. Lock your doors and vote for Republicans. (laughs) It's a radio show and I'm speechless. 41 times one guy. One guy, a chief of police, told me in a city within a few miles of here, and they said, I wonder how many times we haven't caught him. And all we have, all we do is catch and release him, give him a citation, which he probably doesn't pay. And so, uh, yeah, it's, it's a, because, see, remember, these crooks know they can break into a home and they don't go to jail. Right. They it's just, free. As long, Crime is free. We've been talking about this for two long, years. Well, it's $950 or less, it's free that they take and that's after they kick your door down and throw a rock through your sliding yeah, glass window. two thousand dollars worth of damage yeah which doesn't count it's the stuff they steal that that's the kind of people that are making our laws and let me tell you I want to make a distinction it's not the republicans that are making those laws it's my friends across the aisle that are making those kind of laws i think happen. you're using that term friends loosely now um you you caught me you caught me lying <laughs> <laughs> now here's the here's the thing melissa melendez is a state uh legislator yes, for is. elsinore yeah. She actually tried to amend Prop 47 that said, if you steal a firearm, it is a felony. And the Democrats, the Democrats, that party of Hillary Clinton and Andrew Jackson and slave owners and everything else that's bad in the world, global warming, <laughs> that particular party out there fought against it. So stealing a firearm, if it's still under $950, is not a felony. Now, how how does a 
Democrat who's for gun control not want to have that be a felony? What, Mike, where is the logic? Again, there is no logic. Everybody has logic. A lot of times they don't use it. But remember, um, every what they do is win by inches. So now they want to give prisoners the right to vote. You see, so that that becomes just like they give out a ton of welfare. They capture that vote. Republicans want to help the poor too, but we can't. We'll never be able to outgive the Dems on money. So what they do is that's the little block of voters. Now the prisoners that the Democrats passed that bill to let them vote. You see, that's another segment of the market. Then they've got the unions who give them a ton of money. You take that union of money away, you take the prisoners away from voting and all these other things. They would never win races here. But the thing is, is they do it and. Um, it's that that's what is happening and the citizens need to stay on top of that to preserve our freedom and a lot of citizens do not uh, understand they uh, people say to me how come those legislators up in Sacramento are doing all these crummy bills no it's the Democrats that are doing those crummy bills and well, fortunately they're a majority so they pass it all I uh, on my store um, this is Vince Torres bullseye sports <laughs> yeah this is Vince um, I purchased a shotgun uh, about six months ago. Um, the, the kid came in, him, two of them came in, and I gave him a price. And he goes, well, we're going to go back to another store, see if they give us a better price. They came back. You were the higher price. So we did the whole work, done deal. Six days later, I get a phone call saying that I have purchased a stolen firearm. So I said, okay, fine. That's interesting because nothing came up when I ran it through the system. And the Sacramento said that, well, that's not the way the system works. And I go, really? I thought the moment I enter the information in the system, it pops out, you know, red flag, stolen gun, or whatever the case might be. The gun was stolen six months prior to that, that day. So I gave the kid $175 for the shotgun. He left. The six days when they got a phone call, they came, they took the gun, and I asked him what's going to happen to the individual. Uh, nothing because it's under $950. And I go, yeah, but he had a, a stolen gun that was reported stolen. It's hearsay. He could have said he found it on the street or buddy or something. So we really cannot book him for... They don't care. Exactly. Well, yeah, so well, I'm out of a gun. I'm out of the money. He's not in jail. The guy got his gun back. Done deal. I guess. And, he, and he's stealing other people's stuff. And he's probably, yeah. <laughs> and the main thing that I'm concerned about here in California nationally is the rule of law is breaking down. And, and we see that when that happens, the next big step historically has been um, anarchy. And, and I'll tell you, when, and that's a bad place to be because that's sort of a disintegrating nation that heads in that direction. We have to stop this and, and make laws that are just and punish the wrongdoers very severely so they are restrained from their bad behavior and they'll never want to commit those crimes again. And it's not really that difficult, is it? No, no, no. It's very simple. No, they well, let them out early. They give them cash. Really, honestly, uh, in 2015, the Dems voted for, I think it was $23 million in cash cards for recently released it, drug felons. So they'd have money for whatever. $26 you know. million. Well, I guess we know what side of the aisle owns the dispensaries out here. We hey, do. folks, <laughs> Firing Line Radio Show. I'll be, I'm going to bring uh, Paul Chabot back on when we, when we come back here. Firing Line Radio Show. Check us out online. And make sure you got your, your ballots out. Let's mark them as we go. 53, 54, 66. A yes, everything else is a flat out no. And we'll move on from here. Right back after this. A message from Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step 
and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211 or check out their schedule of classes at bullseyesport.com. Because of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. Pull! Whether you're a gold medalist or new to the sport of shooting, you'll love Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, where Olympians shoot. Prado's shotgun facility is world-class, offering trap, skeet, and five-stand. And the pistol and rifle ranges are safe and enjoyable shooting environments with professionals there to answer all your questions. Are you an experienced pistol shooter with an itch to take your skills to the next level? Discover the sport of practical shooting at one of the monthly events. Prado hosts ISPC shooting events open to the public every first and third Sunday with Prado Running Gun Club, blending accuracy, power, and speed with challenging multiple moving targets, penalty targets, and obstacles. Prado Olympic Shooting Park is a great place to teach your whole family about the safe and effective use of firearms. Bring the whole family for an exciting day at the shooting range. Call Prado Olympic Shooting Park at 909-597-4518. Online at shootprado.com. 909-597-4518. AM 590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside and Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. That's right, folks. Every week you're listening to the Boomstick Radio here at Firing Line Radio Show. And you know our conversation is going to be talking about the Second Amendment. Today it's about the selection series and how to save your Second Amendment. But our faithful companion in the battle to uphold our rights has been our longtime sponsor and current guest here, Vince Torres, Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside. You've heard me talk about the Firing Line Gun of the Month Challenge. Now, we, we created this in response to pending legislation from Sacramento. But Bullseye Sport is one of the establishments participating in this challenge. And each month for the next year, there'll be a special offer on a firearm. Your goal is to collect as many as possible. During the month of November, and frankly only the month of November, you can purchase a Diamondback M4 carbine for $569. These will not be available after December 3rd, like all AR-style rifles, okay? Realize that. These are gone, guys. November, December 3rd is the last day to register them. So get yours now. For more information go to the, about the challenge, go to Bullseye Sport. Bullseye Sport in Riverside, where the Inland Empire gets its guns and ammo. 951-823-0211. That should be button number two on your speed dial. 951-823-0211. Or visit the website at bullseyesport.com. Vince, thank you very much. Hey, you thank know, you. This is true now. 569 for a Mark IV, Diamondback Mark IV, 223, 5.56. Great rifle. Yes. Great price. Mm -hmm. Um, But after December 3rd. I'm I'm doing the cutoff December 3rd because it takes 10 days to pick up your firearm. And that will put it on the, that will put us on the 13th, which technically you still got. And that's my birthday. Everybody needs to celebrate my birthday by getting an AR. (laughs) So you got plenty of time after that. But. I'm cutting it off that day because 
if I sell a hundred and I have to make a hundred phone calls, that's going to take me a long time to remind people you got to have the gun in your possession no later than December 31st. That's the last day you can have, you can purchase, not technically not purchase, pick up an AR style M4 carbine in a 5.56 or AK 47 or any of the so called assault weapon labeled by our buddies on the other side of the aisle. Um, so please. Um, so what, sh- you, what, what you're saying is that you can't hold these guns January 1st. Right. You can't. They have no. to pick them up by December 31st. Right. So, so December 3rd is kind of the last day to register something like that and give you some, because otherwise you've got to turn them in. Uh, yeah, I gotta send them. I gotta actually have to be out of my store before yeah. the so somebody year buys, first. Somebody buys a gun, doesn't pick it up. Well, yep. they lost the money and they they lost the gun. And they so lost the gun. Avoid yeah. that. Exactly. That's why my cutoff is the 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 third. And, and let's uh, and know. let's correct that by making sure that everybody votes no on sixty three. Right. No on sixty three. That's Gavin Newsom's initiative. Um, yeah. Gavin Newsom, the uh, San Francisco mayor, is what he's better known for. Um, with San Francisco, I values. thought it was. Uh, Running away with his uh, campaign manager's wife, he was better known for that. No, well, any twosome newsome is uh, any, uh, okay. another uh, term. I've, I've I heard, stand corrected. Then. I've heard sent his direction. <laughs> Not that I would ever repeat that on the air. No, neither would I. <laughs> <laughs> but Michael Savage said. Michael Savage. <laughs> anyway, folks, joining me here online, I do have a gentleman. I sure hope I can call my next congressman for the thirty-first district. That's Doctor Commander Paul Chabot. Hey, thanks. Uh, great to be back with you all on the firing line. Uh, you got a great audience, a great crew there today. Wish I could be uh, sitting next to you. That but, sounds like you guys are having a blast. Well, you're a little bit busy, so tell us what you're doing there, Paul. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got a few days left here, uh, maybe a few hours, depending on who's looking at which clock uh, before the election. So uh, this congressional seat, it's a top target, one that uh, we should have won in 14, and we will win here in 16. Uh, we're facing a freshman incumbent uh, who believes that global warming is the number one threat to our country. Uh, he called for gun control within four hours of the terrorist attacks in San Bernardino, and he's earned himself an F rating not only by the NRA, but also the National Federation of Independent Business. Uh, this is somebody who has no business representing the good people here of the Inland Empire. Uh, we're running to defeat him to rebuild this region, not only uh, with jobs, but also to take a, a federal law enforcement approach, take RICO Act, to go after and hammer these uh, high-level gang leaders controlling sex trafficking, human trafficking, and drug trafficking on the streets of San Bernardino and beyond. Senator Morrell earlier discussed the train wreck of lack of public safety bills coming out of Sacramento. I want to do all I can to support uh, Senator Morrell and others by trying to bring in federal resources, ATF working with our U.S. Attorney's Office to bring federal charges against those that we can and should. We did it to bring down the mob. And there's no reason we can't use that same statute to bring down high-level organized crime syndicates that run gangs here on our streets. I think you forgot to mention that under his tutelage, um, San Bernardino also is now uh, setting records for murders, I believe. Well, it's the highest per capita in the nation. It is the second poorest city now of its size, only behind Detroit, 54 percent on government assistance. Uh, You've only got nine officers on patrol at any given time, and many residents... Uh, especially those that might we typically think vote Democrat are fed up. They're worried about their kids. They're worried about safety. They can't find jobs. Uh, we've got the solutions for it, and we've got to just keep telling our story. So what we're asking voters to do is obviously vote. The vote's critical, uh, but to also come out and support candidates, support 
you know, Senator Morrell, who's working hard, come out, support our campaign. Our website is voteforavet.com. Help us make phone calls, hit doors, you name it, we will find a role for you. This is a citizen uh, government, a citizen campaign, and we depend on citizens to help us uh, right the ship. Very good. And I also know that you are a strong Second Amendment supporter, as is Mike Morrell and and, uh, Doug Shepard and these other people. But you can't, you know, folks, we can't say this often enough. These elections matter. You send a tool of the left, like Pistolus P.D. Aguilar, back to Congress, and you are rubber stamping a Chuck Schumer Senate. You're rubber stamping a Nancy Pelosi House of Representatives. You are agreeing with every single thing those maniacs put forward because you've given them a rubber stamp from your your district. Yeah, you know, one of the things that concerns me is they these guys call themselves progressives, which means they believe in the expansion of the bureaucratic state and they believe that uh, the administrative state uh, should solve the problems more than citizens. And they, they say this, you know, that's why their democratic platform says they're going to take care of you from cradle to grave. But remember these Which is- they will decide when you're born and when, <laughs> and you, when die. you die. But these isms usually have historically never worked, you know. Progressivism will lead to fascism, uh, socialism, which, yeah, fascism, which leads to despotism, which leads to tyranny. And then finally, the last one's tyranny by force, but they can't do that until they take your guns. And that's part of the challenge with these guys is they really, they cannot control the people until they disarm us. So I, I got a nice quote here by uh, a guy named Thomas Jefferson. And and I think he, he's the right. Last, the last good Democrat. <laughs> yeah. What country can preserve its liberties if their rulers are not warned from time to time that their people preserve the spirit of resistance? Let them take arms. And so the thing is, is look, at we should have the right to bear arms to protect our life and property. But more than that, the founders were worried about a tyrannical government. And for the 5,000 years of history, you don't get messed with if, if you're armed, if the citizens are armed. And, and in this dangerous progressivism where they do believe in the administrative state, that's one of the greatest threats to our freedom. Here's, here's what obvious, should be obvious to most people is every single gun control bill they're passing is not about violent crime. If it was, they would react against the act of violence, yeah. not the ownership. So, for instance, in my world, I would say we have three penalties for firearm violence crimes. Yeah. You use a, a firearm for a property crime theft of some kind, carjacking, whatever, you get 20 to 40 years. It, by the way, it used to be that way right. years ago, and that, you had less crime. You did. And then then if you use a, a firearm and you hurt somebody, you rape somebody, you shoot somebody, you wound somebody, pistol whip them, hey, you got life imprisonment. Yeah. The one strike, you're done. And if you kill somebody, obviously it's death penalty yeah. next Wednesday. Now, if you did that, firearm, any crimes with a firearm would drop dramatically because you're hitting the head of the snake. Yeah. You're not feeding it. And what they're doing now is they're making felons out of good citizens who simply own a firearm that's never going to be a threat to anybody but Absolutely. a tyrannical government. That's the weirdest thing as I sit there on the floor of the Senate. I'm just amazed. These gun bills take away freedoms from the law-abiding citizens. Right. Nothing in there. Against violence. That, that, against violence. Absolutely. And you know, it's funny, I have some statistics here, and I think we all know this. You know, the cities with the greatest gun control, Baltimore, D.C., and Chicago, have mm-hmm. the, some of the highest murder rates. You take Phoenix, of a city of a million-plus people, you know, you can conceal carry and open carry there, and yet they have a, a lower, by far, uh, rate. Even Alabama had one murder with firearm, 
California had 1,017. Who's yeah. got the higher? Well, last weekend, Chicago had 17. Last weekend, yeah. 17 and like 28 injured. Almost yeah. a bit. And uh, it was like no news. Yeah. Nobody said anything about it. It's it was a like yawn. Okay, it's you a know, yawn. And, then, and here now, the weather. And it's yeah. like no big deal. It's like a normal thing. Yeah, the Cubs are going to break their streak. And <laughs> another another streak in Chicago today. Actually, There's only 17 dead. Blah, 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 blah. I, I read yesterday a quote from uh, Gavin Newsom because of the bill that he has. He's emphasizing really strong on the ammo. He says that the bullet is the most dangerous part of the gun. I go, really? Not the guy. Bullet, not bullet, the individual. The bullet is not part of the gun, Gavin Newsom. Once again, it's your name. And that was on an article online that I read from him explaining why it's so uh, uh, important for this law to pass. Because it's the, by passing this law, it's going to keep the ammo away from all the bad guys. It's the criminals, stupid. We'll be right back after this. Are you an expert marksman looking for a clean, safe place to shoot? Or maybe you've never shot a gun but want to learn? Well, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range is the best place to work on your shooting skills, no matter what your experience level is. With 21,000 square feet of indoor range space, 35 shooting lanes, and an electronic target retrieval system, it means no line breaks and more trigger time. The friendly people at Riverside Indoor Shooting Range can answer all your questions about firearms training, self-defense training, firearm rentals, gunsmithing, archery, and more. And for the ladies, the Riverside chapter of The Well-Armed Woman meets there the second Tuesday of each month for women of all experience levels. Looking for a great holiday gift for the shooting enthusiast in your life? During the month of December, get 10% off a full year's membership or 10% off any gift certificate of $40 or more. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. For directions and info, log on to RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. That's RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. AM590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, by Evolution Sports in Redlands, and CCW Safe. Spartans, lay down your weapons! Persians, come and get them! That's right, folks. It's Mulan Labe Saturday, and this is the, what are we, three days now from the election? Wow. Three days Saturday from the election. Yeah. Uh, this is the election for the rest of your life. You are either going to have shrillery, uh, not in jail, but in the White House. You have a choice. You can vote for a criminal or vote for somebody with criminally bad hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to choose the bad hair myself. Anyway, let me get back to this here. So whether you're a gold medalist or new to the sport of shooting, you're going to love Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino. I do. It's where Olympians shoot. Prado's shotgun facility is world-class, offering trap, skeet, and five-stand, and their pistol and rifle ranges are safe and enjoyable shooting environments for professionals that are always there to answer your questions. Chad Carlson, friend of ours, sponsor of the show, and owner of Prado, would like to show his appreciation by holding a special event November 19th for all AM590 listeners. So come on out to Prado for Shooter Appreciation Day. There'll be great Target and entry fee specials all day long with a complimentary barbecue. Rumor is tri-tip. Rumor is tri-tip. Complimentary barbecue included. That's Saturday, November 19th. I'll be there, and I hope you will be too. If you're a business owner looking for a new way to entertain your employees or clients or build corporate camaraderie or team spirit, Shoot Prado is where you need to go. Call Prado Olympic Shooting Park, 909-597-4518 or online at shootprado.com. 909-597-4518. Chad Carlson's an awesome guy. Say hello to him when you're out there. Um, 
He's a heck of a shot, too. I mean, whenever I have to do a tournament shoot, I put Chad on my team. We do pretty good. <laughs> okay, so um, here we are here. We're two, well, three days. Three days away from this election. Uh, we have a whole slew of amendments or uh, Proposition. propositions we need to look at. And we need to look at people voting for office. So let's go to uh, a rundown here of who we have locally. Okay. Obviously, if you are in love with your rights as a human being and as a citizen of the United States, you are not going to vote for Hillary Clinton. Okay. That's just, you're voting against Hillary Clinton. Well, if you're a lover of the Second Amendment, she's, I think she's been pretty clear that, um, she's coming. That, 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 that's going to be gone. Yeah. She will appoint one, possibly two more Supreme Court justices, and they will rule against. 240 years of history. Absolutely. 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 That's, by the way, that's my biggest fear is we're doomed for 20 to 30 years on the Second Amendment, religious freedom. You'll never get it back. And, and remember, she is opposed uh, to businesses. She's a big government administrate, administrative bureaucrat. And so businesses aren't going to be able to thrive because she believes in bigger government which um, consumes through taxes and that kind of thing and regulation. Second of all, our, our Second Amendment rights will be gone. And third, uh, she's been pretty clear, too, I think, if you really listen to her words on religious freedom. Yeah. So she's a danger can, to all Can the, I throw a curve at all, of all this? Yes. Um, we'll find out. <laughs> I, are we saying that if she comes in, that there, there could be a possibility of a revolution in this country? If it gets to that point, but I don't, nobody I know, wants. I know look, nobody likes nobody, to hear that. Well, I'm gonna say it like this: but we can stop her at the ballot box. Let's do that. But because you, you got Bernie saying revolution all the time. Of course, his revolution was a whole new, other different, different definition. His revolution, of revolution had to do with marijuana and LSD. Right. That's all. But what I'm about. saying is because we're, we're saying that the moment this lady comes in there, together with all her people, that we're supposed to just. Turn around and say bye to the Second Amendment as a whole. Under the rule of law, it would be. If you if you submit yourself to the rule of law, it would be gone. Okay, but the law. Are we trying to say that then then the Constitution doesn't mean anything? If she is elected and gets to put two people on the Supreme Court, the Constitution will mean nothing. Because remember, she says the Constitution is a living document, which means truth changes, and then she can say interpret it how she believes it to be interpreted. Now, remember, uh, Lincoln says the Constitution rests upon the Declaration of Independence, and three times in there it talks about the laws of nature, nature is God, meaning there are laws, economic, political, and moral, and that's why the very next sentence says we hold these truths to be self-evident. So there's moral, absolute truths that reign throughout history, and then also there's another phrase in there that talks about immutable truth, meaning truth is unchangeable. So the fa- that's why when uh, Trump does talk about he's going to appoint originalists, that means those judges that he'll appoint believe in original meaning of the Constitution as it was stated. Which is the only meaning. Which is the only meaning, yeah. Yeah, because truth doesn't change. It, it, it You know, progressivism, businesses, and, you know, science and... And technology change, but human nature doesn't. And the founders were clear about that. And so was Aristotle, Plato, Socrates, St. Thomas, Aquinas, John Locke, 
Rutherford and all the other great people. Greater minds than Hillary Clinton. Well, a little bit greater, yeah. And so the thing is, is look at, when she says that's a living document, that means she's going to interpret it however she sees it. So the Never Trumpers. And and that's a dangerous So the Never Trumpers and all these other conservative, so-called conservative, saying that they cannot vote for Trump because he's not conservative enough. Yeah. They're also saying that they don't like the Second Amendment. Yeah, they are. They're they're totally caving. George Will came out and said that, well, we really need Hillary to win big. Are you serious? He should never be listened to again by anybody who's conservative. That he would throw the Supreme Court just to teach the R's a lesson? Seriously. That, 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 that just hurts the mind that you would go down that route. If you lose the Supreme Court, we lose the rule of law. And if Hillary Clinton is elected president, we have lost the Supreme Court. It's going to be a nation like you've never seen before. Well, you've seen it, but only in fascist countries. Well, I just don't get this. We haven't had to live under it. I just don't get all these people saying, well, he's not conservative enough. Well, what's your my, choice? My understanding of, of conservatism is how you, as an individual, run your life and your business and your aspect of, of every single day. Uh, you know, no, let, me, I, let me just talk. I'm not here. picking people to put in office to tell me what conservatism is. I want him to put him in the office to make sure that the American people have the right to do what they right. can do. So it's not about what you believe in is what they can do overall. What we're voting for here, what we're voting for here is the, the right to put Two to three people on the Supreme Court. That's all this presidential election is should be looked at. And if you can't realize that that uh, the guy with the bad hair, but Donald Trump has already told us who he's going to put on the Supreme Court. Hillary Clinton is going to put people like Kagan, like Sotomayor, like Ruth Ginsburg. That's her elk. That's who she is. That's who you're going to see on there. You will see your private property rights, your Second Amendment rights, everything you hold dear taken away from you under the rule of law. And that's tyrannical. And that's the bootstrap on your neck you can't get up and underneath of. So you you have to look at this. If you think you're going to teach the Republicans a part, uh, less part, Republican Party a lesson by voting for Hillary, you're an idiot. You are. Now you say, well, uh, he doesn't match my principles. Well, that's saying Hillary Clinton matches your principles. It's either or. Gary Johnson ain't showing up. Jill Stein ain't showing up. It's either or. You make this decision. You make the big boy choice to save the Supreme Court or we're all hosed. But yeah. don't we, if we keep Congress, if we keep Congress. No, Congress hasn't stood up to Obama for I eight stinking years. But let's so say, they're useless. But let's say we do st- uh, gain ground and we keep Congress, both the House and the No, because the leadership of Congress is Paul Ryan. Well. And Mitch McConnell. <laughs> and they they have not stood up to Obama for one iota. Because they have to vote in the person who's going to be sitting in, in the Supreme Court. It's Mitch McConnell, okay? <laughs> now, the only good thing he's done in eight years is he has not allowed Obama to appoint somebody the last four months. That's the only only positive thing about that guy in the last eight years. Mike, you had a point. No, I was just going to say, you know, one thing when you look about Trump, we really we're not sure. I, I think of him as a volatile stock. You know, it could it could make you a lot of money or, or you know, right. it could go the other way. Right. We're not sure. We're taking a chance. Right. Mm-hmm. But we're 100 percent. I'm 100 percent con- sure 
I know what Hillary's going to do. <laughs> and so the thing is, right. is that's bad. And and again, you know, like my first choice back in the day was Rick Perry, and he was one of the right. greatest the governors ever, yeah, right? Yeah. The first one out. And then I like Scott Walker, and then I like Rubio, and then I went to Cruz. And, and so, but the thing is, is, yeah, he's a volatile stock, but the th- thing is, is he is opposed to the administrative state. I know that. He has laid out there the picks that he likes. And um, and and that, that's a good thing. He wants originalists, but again, Hillary, we know a hundred percent. We're sure what she's going to do because she's got a track record, right. and that track record is socialism mixed in with uh, fas- fascism and, uh, and cronyism. And cronyism. Absolutely. How, how, let me ask out. you: You and I are business owners, right? Yep. Um, how in the heck can you become a public servant? And to serve the public, and you go in, you're practically broke, and now you leave with over a hundred million dollar net worth, and you've never created one job or signed the front of a paycheck. Crony socialism using pay the force of government to play, I believe, using the force of government to enrich anyway, yourself. Not just Hillary, but any politician that goes in yep. to public service right. and makes that kind of money and enriches himself, being in government, I disdain. I think you're talking about Harry Reid. I think I'm talking about a few of them. I'm not going to mention any names, but Harry Reid comes to mind. Anyway, folks, Firing Line Radio Show will be right back after this. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. My name is Larry Vickers, and I am a retired veteran of U.S. Special Operations, and I now teach law enforcement, civilians, and members of our military in advanced firearm training. I train people to use their firearms in almost any situation, but I can't prepare them for what happens if they are forced to use a gun to save their lives. That's why I use CCW Safe. They offer membership plans for concealed carry permit holders, and if members are involved in a use of force incident, CCW Safe provides expert witnesses, investigators, and the best defense attorneys in the U.S. Yearly plans range from $99 for a single membership to $150 for a dual membership, and special plans are available for law enforcement and military. Members are required to have a valid concealed carry permit and must maintain their permit. Visit ccwsafe.com today. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Are you not entertained? Uh, well, you know, I hope you're not just being entertained, but educated, folks. This is the education time because we are three days away from this election, and this election is for all the marbles. The entire shooting matches. You just heard our rant in the last section here. We have got to win the president because we have to win the Supreme Court. In addition to that, we have to put good people in Congress because we are missing that in the Inland Empire. What we have, uh, Pistolist Petey Aguilar is our congressman for the Rancho Redlands area. We have Mark Nancy Pelosi Tacano for the Riverside area. Mm-hmm. And it drives us crazy that this area is represented by these people who don't match this area's values. Joining me here and hoping to correct that in the Riverside area, is Doug Shepard. Hello, and it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks. Welcome back, Doug. You've actually been on this, this A couple of times, times, and uh, you've always been gracious enough to have us, and I'm ready to uh, get the word out. So tell the people why you're running for Congress. I'm running for Congress for two main reasons. The first starts with the incumbent, Mark DeCano. Mark DeCano is simply not doing the job boo. for the area. Yeah, boo. No. Boo. <laughs> but but it, it goes deep. It goes real deep here, because the reality is not only doesn't he... Uh, give great 
or any customer service, and that's what I call it, it's constituent services. Yeah. To my right here is, is Mike, uh, Senator Morrell, yeah. and he gets it. He gives customer service or constituent service. That's the first thing. And the second thing is we need to change an attitude there. My opponent thinks that government is a solution to all problems, even if it's a societal problem, if it's homelessness, if it's um, uh, just all, all, the, all the issues that face us, the bigger the government, the bigger the, the, the more money thrown at a problem, and I have a different attitude. So there's a real contrast in this race, and we'll talk more about that. So, and, and exactly, um, whose money is he throwing at the problem? Well, it's our money. Yeah, so you've got to get that money from somebody. So the bigger governments, they're taxing everybody. We have, you know, I put my sticker on the back of my truck. I have an old Chevy truck. And I, as I put my registration sticker on there, it irks me that as my 14-year-old, 15-year-old now, 15-year-old truck, mm-hmm. 390 bucks to register it, yeah. 15 years old, is there a little bit too much registration? Regulation and, and fees in California? Well, you know, I have a darling daughter that likes to uh, take pictures with her cell phone when she's getting gas sometime and then out, text out it state. to me out because she lives in Arizona and show that it's a dollar fifty less or yeah. sends me a copy of her registration for uh, the DMV. And I think, it, you know, she's got a new car. It was like $57 last year, you know. <laughs> and so just on and on and uh, kind of interesting, right? And that state, by the way, just like Texas, is thriving because businesses are moving there. They're tired of regulation. Young people are moving there for opportunity. Why wouldn't you set yourself up in a state you can thrive in? Hey, absolutely. And yet you know? we have a... Two top cities in in uh, California, two top cities or in the top te- uh, five cities that have the worst roads, L.A. and San Francisco. And by the way, in 2004, we had a, a bill that the vo- citizens voted on. Our gas tax supposed to go to roads, but the, yep. my friends, acro- my acquaintances across the aisle <laughs> Close uh, hijacked friends. that, took that. And now that money's going to all sorts of things. The good news is, is we've got 34% of the nation's welfare here. And so Woo-hoo, that's where celebrate. that's where our money's going to, guys. We're more number than, one. You know, I'm we're going, number one. Not I'm in say, roads, though. Not in say roads. That, say that again. 34% of the nation's welfare. So there's 50 states. 50 and states. And we have over one-third. This is the golden state if you want to come here and not work. Did Obama say 51 states? Did 57. Did Obama say it was that? But who's counting? <laughs> yeah. It's new math. And it's Common Core. I think on Common Core it says the 57 states. So anyway, so we things have to change here. We know that. We know that the the current climate in Sacramento is absolutely business ridiculous, Um, freedom ridiculous, unless – okay, so I wasn't going to bring this up, but I think I feel the need to. The propositions, as I'm reading through Mm -hmm. them, two of them are completely diametrically opposed, well, more than two, but two in particular. One of them is asking me to vote on whether or not somebody should wear a condom while they are, quote-unquote, performing, uh, acting. I was only acting. And then the last one is asking me whether or not we should ban single-use bags. And I'm just thinking, shouldn't the guys who write these two things talk to each other? <laughs> so it just, it just, it, it just, I don't know. You I know, can neither confirm or deny <laughs> what my opinion is on that. Well, we already talked about it. I didn't vote on it. I don't, whatever. Just why am I being bothered with that? Why do they but think it's that's It's just a concept. A it's a concept that isn't business friendly. I've been running on a, on a, on a platform of business 
Small business is the key to prosperity. In the 41st, in the, in the areas we live in. And the I fighting, know I'm running the fighting for, 41st. The fighting 41st. <laughs> that's right. And I want to be the fighter for it. The reality is, is that small business is crushed every day in this state, but even nationally. And it's about regulation. It's about, you know, I keep talking about the CFBP. Mike here used to be in the, in the mortgage business, and I am in the, in the real estate business. And these regulations that keep crushing uh, small business is part of the problem. So when you talk about plastic bags or you talk about condoms, you know, it's all, it's all a business-related issue. Yeah. And then you talk about taxes. You know, the myth is, is that re- uh, Republicans aren't about taxes. I, I, I understand taxes. The problem is, is that if the it, it's about if the local people are are represented and are voting for their own taxes. Taxes are the, the reason why this country exists is because taxation without representation. And I'm going to Congress and the federal level to make sure that we take less taxes there, send them back to Mike so he can fight with his with his colleagues across the aisle so that they can use that money better. That's all. It's about small business generating more and about cutting taxes at the federal level and regulation. And that's all tied together with those propositions. Doug, what's your website? Shepherdforcongress.com. Spell Shepherd. S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D. Just H-E-P. like in the Bible. Now, here's the thing that people don't understand, people being the Democrats, the left, the progressives. Costs. You mentioned you're in the mortgage business. Yeah. So if the CFPB, whatever, those guys, if they... Protection, financial, financial protection. Bureau. So if they make it so costs are higher for mortgages... Mm-hmm. Maybe two thousand dollars a mortgage higher the cost that they incur. Who pays that? The mortgage company pay that? No, it's always passed on to the it's consumer. It's always passed on. So every time they cause a regulation, it's higher prices to the end user. Just let me chime in here. We have over seven hundred thousand housing units short That's for right. first time home buyers in right. California, which at one time real estate and building industry accounted for twenty four percent. That was our economy. Of the jobs. Yeah. That was our economy. But in Rancho Cucamonga, where I live, because of all the building permits that the city charges, the county, the state, the environmental impact fees, yada yada yada, it can be as high as one hundred and forty thousand dollars per lot. So therefore, we cannot build first time homes anymore in Rancho Cucamonga. And, you know, it's all because of government. And then another thing, too. Wait, wait, wait. What do you get for $140,000 fee? You get you get the you right to, to build your lot. Right. You get nothing. You get nothing, yeah. You, but that's without even a stick in the dirt or without right. uh, grading the lot. You know, in Texas, it'll take about three to four months. Once you close escrow for a builder, build a home, right. a track of homes. Over here, you're out 18 to uh, months to two and a half years. You know, the CFBP wow. is just not about housing either. It's about access to capital. I talk to small businesses all the time. You know, Bernie Marcus is this, one of the founders of Home Depot. He told me that if he had to start Home Depot today, the regulations would not allow his banker to actually lend the money that had let him expand from one to two to three in Atlanta, Georgia, back in the 70s. That's the environment we're living in, taking small business to bigger. And then it's all about access to capital here, which who starts more board businesses, women, minorities, and who? And young people. Now, you're, if you want to talk about, about women's issues, start talking about regulation and taxation on small business. That's what people don't connect the dots. And that's not just true in California. It's true at the national level, and it's true at the local level. And that's what we want to change, is the attitude about those regulations and taxation. Amen. That's it. Well, wow. Huh? In my industry, go, baby, go. in my industry, I get, I get pulled from every corner. Not you know laws. Mine is mainly laws, gun industry. 
all the laws that keep passing and passing and passing. But yet, we are the number one state in the union that sells the most firearms. That's a lot. We generate a lot of jobs, a lot of money, a lot of taxes, and yet they're, they, they want us out of California completely. Hey, and by the way, here's some statistics that I just found out. Fewer, we're buying more guns. Fewer people in California hunt these days. Right. Yes. Okay. Why are they buying those guns? Is because there's something afoot, mm-hmm. and they don't trust their government. Exactly. Well, it's, amen. That's exactly right. Because of prop a, prop forty seven, mm-hmm. AB one hundred nine, this new one to Jerry Brown, it's let the criminals free thing. You know, uh, there's eight to ten million gun owners in the state, of, registered gun owners, state of California. Seven million people voted in the last governor's election. Four million of those voted for Jerry Brown. So, folks, you sat on your couch and did not show up to vote because if those gun owners had shown up, we wouldn't have had Jerry Brown. We wouldn't have had the gunmageddon bills. We wouldn't even have Kamala Harris. We wouldn't have all the horrible things that are there. Gun owners can turn this election if you quit being cowards and show up and vote. Vote early, vote often. Guys, I want to thank you for being out here. Thanks for having us. Thank you for all you do. Let's have a great November 8th. When you have to shoot, shoot, don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, by Evolution Sports in Redlands, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs>